Hey everybody, welcome to I'm Not Crying, You're Crying Reviews. This week's movie is The Batman, I Am Vengeance. With me are the usual suspects, Juan. Hey. Depressed Juan. <laughs> J.J. Co. I'm Vengeance. Hey. He's Vengeance. And Mr. Dixie Cup himself, Julio Campos. Welcome back, sir. Hello, I am Gratuity. <laughs> I am Gratuity, and I am Sean Candley, and this, and this is our theme music. <laughs> At least you got it right this time. That's two in a row. Hey everybody, welcome to I'm Not Crying, You're Crying Reviews. Uh, like I said, we're going to be reviewing the Batman this week. I am Vengeance. Uh, and as always, and as always, if you have not seen the movie, stop the podcast now because there will be spoilers. Uh, you may think I'm kidding, but Julio wrote a dissertation in the show notes today. So, Well, uh, at least somebody read them. Well, he read them and contributed, Juan, which is more than you have done since we started this podcast. So way to go, Julio. We are looking for a third host. Um, Ooh. Why is Jay Lee? <laughs> no, Juan, we're, we're, we're kicking you out, and we, we wanted it to be in a group setting because we know that you'd like to make a scene. So um, just so you know, if this helps, I'm Mexican also. I do believe in El Chupacabra and uh, no kidney stones, but I'm still fat. Well, yeah. Look at that. Just throwing it out there. And you don't believe in a better microphone and recording from your bathroom. So I guess uh, <laughs> it's a win-win. Look at that. I mean, we, only, we the difference is that he contributes and he knows what the fuck he's talking about. The battle has started. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, yeah. But, but does okay. he bring Cardi B with him? Uh, well, did you bring Cardi B with you? I'm sorry. Oh, That's... shit. Cardi. <laughs> Three episodes in a row. Batman. Wait, wasn't that Gizmo? <laughs> this kind of sound like Gizmo. All right. So uh, so b- before we get into the review today, again, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen the Batman, stop it now. How long has it been out for? Six six hours, Juan. Six hours. The movie is 24 hours long. I guess I guess you you should tell them. No spoilers. Before we get started, as always, did we have we all seen the Batman? Have we all sat in the theater for three hours? Yep. Yes, I did, I, and and I got to uh, see Robert Pattinson. Really? That that's wow. insane. That's fucking insane. So it was just a, a random surprise stop, or did, or did you know you'd be there? I I had no idea. I um. Oh wait, my- did you did you really see him? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he posted yeah. it on his uh social media. Holy shit! I thought you were being like sarcastic would be like i saw robert pattinson everybody saw him he was on the fucking screen okay juan this is how i know you didn't sit in the theater um so <laughs> i so d- did he did he say anything did he give anything away while you were uh w- w- while you were in there look i went to i went to burbank um me and my friend chris and um we went to go watch the batman at an like an eight forty five showing it's so random and then uh, we went to the movie theater. We sat down waiting for the movie to start. And then there was all this security around. And I got Uh-oh. scared because I was like, oh, my God, someone has a gun. <laughs> oh, that, that did happen in one of the best. It, uh, it the, did. The Dark I, Knight, I was right? like, yeah, I was yeah. like, I was so scared. Um, and they were just like kind of like uh, like wandering, poking, looking around and stuff. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And then um, 
they showed all the movie trailers and then uh uh right before the movie started the lights came on and then uh, a guy came in the room with the microphone and he started to make an announcement and i was like just say that someone has a gun and I'm just going to walk out, you know, like <laughs> you got to walk out. That's pretty calm with you, man. I think I would have, I would have ducked first and see who made the first move. Well, I was like debating. Cause I was like, these tickets for like 20 bucks. And I was like, <laughs> where did you see it at? Burbank, dude. Oh, uh, uh, the big theater, the one on Palm. Yeah. Yeah. The one with the giant escalator and the Batman statue out in front. Yeah. They have a Batman statue. Here's the guy yeah. who doesn't know what he's talking about. He's describing everything except for the thing that's there. Yeah. And then um, he made an announcement. He said, hey, you guys excited to see the Batman? I was like, yeah, that's why we're here. Put it on the screen. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he went He went on and then he goes, maybe someone can explain it better. Robert Pattinson. And then he just showed up and then they gave him the microphone. He talked for a little bit. He's like, hey, thank you for coming to see my movie. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, <laughs> there might be a sequel. And then. It took off and I was like, everybody stood up and then they were like, had their phones out and they cheered. It was exciting. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually really, really cool. I, I didn't think that. Uh, well, my first question, did he have a mask on? Uh, no, no. He was just wearing his face. And, mm. uh, did he rappel down from the ceiling? No, he, he just walked down the stairs like a regular person. Oh, um, oh anticlimactic. I know. And I, I posted the video that I took on my social media. So if you guys want to see it, check out my Instagram at JJY underscore K zero seven seven. And you can check out that video on my highlights and other interesting yeah. videos <laughs> and other interesting <laughs> things. Yeah, that's actually that's, that's super cool. I didn't. Uh, did, did he stay after the film to talk about it some more or answer questions? No, no. He just Not it was here. just for, right before the movie started and then the movie started. And then three hours later, everyone was leaving. <laughs> that's well, shit. That's still pretty legit, man. So congratulations, how many, Jay. How many of those people that fucking cheered him on for being there do you think were assholes that talk shit about him being the Batman? I'm sure every I, last one of them. Honestly, yeah. like they they were so receptive to to him. Uh, some dude yelled, "I love you, man!" Like I was like, "Wow, that's that's cool." You know what? I think I heard that in the video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh it was Jay. when we were when we were leaving no, I threw my panties. <laughs> <laughs> he got him off uh, in one fell swoop. And then when we were leaving, uh one of the girls in the elevator when we we're going to the, the parking lot was like, Oh my god, I just fulfilled my uh Edward Cullen dream or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome, man. Oh Jesus Christ. Um And it, it's funny, the next day I, I went to I went to work and I, I told a bunch of the my, the female coworkers what had happened. They were like, oh, my God, I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> There's squishy shoes everywhere, I assume. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're like, oh, my God, how could this happen to you? And what, <laughs> like, like they're like, I'm supposed to meet him. I'm supposed to marry him. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's well, shit, man. That's how it goes. Well, that, that's pretty fucking lucky. And just like you said, uh, <laughs> one one of the girls, she goes. She goes, oh, my God, I bet you didn't even know who he was. I was like, you mean the guy on the poster? <laughs> yeah. The guy that, whose yeah. movie I'm watching? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, That's but like, I know him as Edward Cullen. What do you know him as? Juan, have you seen uh, any of the Twilight CJ, movies? No, fuck no. But I what? know him as uh, <laughs> Cedric. That was very quick. Yeah. I feel like you have seen them, but you're trying to play macho. Like that time you didn't want people to think that your, uh, your margarita was a, a pussy drink. but. 
You gladly uh, drink No, a... I've generally not seen the Twilight movies. Sure, I sure, I think sure. you're just mad because you're Team Jacob. You're just mad because you're dumb. <laughs> I think you're mad because you're this dumb. This is why I gave you that shirt back, man. See? <laughs> As you guys have already mentioned, uh, Robert Pattinson is the star of the movie. He's the center f- uh, and focal point of the movie. He plays Bruce Wayne and Batman. I would say more Batman than Bruce Wayne. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is in this movie as Selena Kyle. Uh, Jeffrey Zo- Ru- Zoe. Zoe, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. I Dumb apologize. fuck. <laughs> God damn. You know, I'm just going to remove Yeah, I, I, I can't hey, even. Hey, anyway. how old is she? Like, there's a big age difference between her and Robert, right? Too old to no. show her the deadlights, Juan. That's how old she is. <laughs> is that a joke about his saggy tits? <laughs> It could be um, Jeffrey Wright as uh, James Gordon and Colin uh. Farrell, Colin Farrell as uh, the unrecognizable Oswald Cobblepot or oh, yeah. the penguin. Um, I didn't they, re- they really uglied him up in this yeah. movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't realize it was him until I saw him on an episode of Hot Ones. And he was like, oh, man, they really got all the prosthetics. And I, I was like, wait, what the fuck is he talking about? And then I go, holy shit, he's in the Batman. He's uh, And he is the Penguin. Um, yeah, I think I, I told you the story. In one of the interviews, uh, he talked about uh, how unrecognizable he was, that he went to Starbucks and nobody recognized him. And they kind of like scoffed at him because he ordered like a skinny latte with almond milk and shit like that. And they're like, yeah, like you drink those. Oh, that's very rude of them to just body Yeah, that's so judgmental. Out of Starbucks, huh? Out <laughs> of Starbucks, huh? Uh, this movie is directed by Matt Reeves. You guys uh, seen any other Matt Reeves movies? Yeah, Planet the, the Planet, of, Planet of the Apes, dude. Yeah, those movies are fucking awesome. I just they were literally on sale on iTunes like a few weeks ago. So I bought them all. But he also did uh, that movie with uh, which was a foreign remake when they were when they were big into that for whatever in, in Hollywood. Uh, Let me in with uh, Chloe oh, Grace Moretz. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The vampire movie, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It was it was good too, but it was just during that weird time where they were just like kind of translating all these foreign films. Um, the Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie is eighty-five uh, percent, uh, and but the audience score is at ninety-two. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I I think the audience reception to this is, is is really really good. And I was talking to Jay about my feelings of it uh, as I walked out of the theater. Uh, but so as of Monday, and thank you again, Julia. As of Monday, uh, Warner Brother estimates the film will gross one hundred and thirty thirty-four million dollars domestically and uh, two hundred and forty-eight point five million worldwide. On a budget of two hundred million, on a budget of two hundred million, so uh, I, given its tra- trajectory, I assume that there will be, there will be a sequel. What do you guys think? Absolutely, yeah, yes. Juan, I, your your opinion's invalid because you haven't seen the movie. I did. You said, I did see it. I told you I saw it. Yeah, you you said the one that with Adam West and Eartha Kitt. Hey, quick quick question: Didn't Robert Pattinson say that he wasn't going to do the sequel? Like, I thought he had originally said when he started getting so much backlash about him being Batman that he was just going to do this one and call it a day. Well, no. once you he throw a bunch dreams. of money, once you throw a bunch of money at a person, their, their opinions change. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And, it's like, like Dave Chappelle when he married Oprah. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm rich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, uh, also contracts, man. He, he probably said all that shit before he realized he was locked in for at least three. Cause that's a standard Hollywood contract. And then, I mean, who who signs on to be the Batman and is like, ah, I'm only going to do one. I mean, besides Val Kilmer, you know, and George Clooney. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think well, that wasn't well, my well, choice. George, George Clooney did it as a favor, I think. What a, what a man, George Clooney. 
Does a yeah. Does a a, a bomb movie? <laughs> this terrible movie as a favor to a friend. He gave us bat nipples, and the, man, and the bat credit card. Yeah. Joel, Joel Schumacher walks up to him, hey, hey, man, look, hey, I just need you to do me a favor. Can you just play Batman for this one movie? And he goes, oh, I guess so. <laughs> and he does it. That's it. He's done. That's so dope, man. So so the movie starts and we find out that there's a serial killer loose in Gotham. Uh, James Gordon, the uh, he's a detective on the, the uh, Gotham PD. He enlists a masked vigilante, the Batman, to help. However, as they uncover more and more stuff, they start to see how deep the rabbit hole goes. And then that kind of takes us into the entire movie. And so uh, as, as, we are, as we do in these reviews, I ask for you guys to say three things nice about the movie before we go into it. One, you have three asterisks. I'm going to go into Jay or Julio to, to, to take us in. You know, going back to uh, Jim Gordon uh, being on this case, I feel like the other cops were right to question him, bringing in the guy dressed as a bat. <laughs> Yes, as part of the investigation. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's like a cold. He's like, hey man, I'm I'm. He's uh, like, you guys have showed up with the the guy who's clearly not supposed to be there. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then that one officer, I, I I really respect that he went, hey buddy, this is the police business only. Yeah, and, he, and Jim Gordon's like, wait, he's with me. Wait, are you serious? Like, <laughs> that's an honest response from a a, a police officer. Yeah. I like his answer though. He's like, he's wearing gloves. Yeah, like yes. that's supposed to make a difference. Well, because he he's touching evidence. He's looking at, at Gordon. He's like, hey, bro, what the fuck? Hey, hey. He's like, hey, your man's touching everything over here. He's like, well, he's wearing gloves. Come, come <laughs> the fuck down. Yeah, he's also dressed as a, a giant bat. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, it, I mean, it is. It is. The the movie opens uh, on Halloween. The movie opens on Halloween. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so it makes sense. It I, makes I sense. love. I love Jeffrey Wright's Jim Gordon. <laughs> yeah, he, he was. Uh, man, he was so good. He was so good. He's. Uh, he's. He is one of the things that I enjoyed. I think. I think if I had to, he didn't make my top three. Uh, I think John Turturro. Uh, he made. He made my bottom three. I John Turturro was. I. I. I had to think about who that was at first because, uh, like, he played that character so well that I was like, I, I who don't did know who John Turturro play? Uh, Carmine Falcone. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Y- yeah. Nice. How do you watch this? <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, for me, I, I'm watching uh, Severance on on Apple TV Plus, and John Turturro is in it. And then uh, I just watched something else with John Turturro in it, and I was like. That motherfucker is very versatile. I bought. I buy whatever he, whatever he, he plays. He is. He's like Steve Buscemi. Like he yeah. does like some really like ridiculous roles. Like he was in Mr. Deeds. Yep. And then he's yeah. he's in like serious roles. And like you can take it either way. You know, you can see him as a silly guy, or you can see him as like a serious actor. You know. Yeah. It, yeah. He was great. He was great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anything else, you guys? Uh, anything else that you guys want to talk about before we get in? I appreciated them not going into an origin story again because we've yes. seen it like six times already. So it was kind of nice just getting into the the action there. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing uh, Bruce Wayne's parents die. Yeah, I know. I agree. <laughs> I, I agree. I was like, I, I got, got to the end of the movie and I was like, you know what? I didn't watch those pearls hit the ground. Great. That's great. <laughs> it's all told through uh, through uh, exposition. I think yeah. that, was, that was the one thing that uh, Sean surprised me with when we were talking about it, that it wasn't an origin story. No, it was like a couple years into his Batman career. Two, uh, two years, right, Sean? Yeah. Yeah, it picks up two years after he's, he started be, uh, being Batman. And then they don't play Bruce Wayne as uh, the Playboy persona, right? They play him emo. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's been dealing with his parents' 
murder in front of him as a child for his entire life. So like he is going to be a little uh, brooding. Yeah, they they, they yeah. play him like a person who may have lost his parents at a young age and not a dick who sits on a podcast and uh, berates other people because he didn't go see the movie. No, but like in any other Batman movie, he's been played as the Playboy persona. That's part of the image that he he portrays as Bruce. Yeah, but that's that's always an older Bruce yeah. Wayne. Yeah, this is this is yeah, that's always a, a more seasoned Batman, a more kind of readily. That's like the that is the Batman that you don't want to fuck with. You know what I mean? Because that's the always prepared Batman. That's the Batman that has like all the gadgets kind of ready to go. This Yeah, this this was like a uh, Henry Cavill's uh, Clark Kent before in Man of Steel before he became like the goofy dopey, yeah, like yeah. Clark Kent that yeah, yeah, everyone's exactly, familiar yeah. with. Yeah, so I was reading in an interview with Pattinson saying that he wanted to play this Batman as he just wants to be Batman. He doesn't want to be Bruce Wayne, or he doesn't know how to be Bruce Wayne yet. So that's why uh, the majority of the time he's just rejecting living in the lot in the daytime. Or dealing with the company, he just wants to go out there and and be in the night and fighting criminals. Yeah, this. Uh, so I mean, with that said, I'll, I'll go. I'll go ahead and kind of walk through the acts. But so, so like I said, this movie opens on Halloween, and it opens with a, an opening dialogue about about his journey into becoming Batman and kind of what his impact has been, kind of thus far, and how he feel like he's making headway, but he can't see it on the streets. Um, so, a, I kind of feel like opening on Halloween is a is a nod to like the long Halloween, uh, the Tim Sale, and I can't remember who who wrote the damn thing. Jeff Loeb. Uh, Je- yeah, Jeff, Jeff Loeb, Loeb. Yeah, Jeff Loeb. Comic. Uh, kind of dealing honestly with like with some of the same players. I think the differences are. I, I don't think they have Calendar Man in this. Uh, in, no. in this guy. No. But I mean, it, but it's it's. I think it's. Again, it pays a subtle, a subtle uh, a homage to that. Um, you know, there's uh, you go open to this film, and it's from the view of the villain, just right, right at the at the top of the movie, and you you're kind of like uh, off put by this. So, and I I don't know how you guys felt about it, but when I saw it, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, is I thought I instantly thought, is Batman watching these people? What the fuck is he watching these people for in broad daylight for? There was a couple scenes where Batman came off as a little creepy. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think for me, the opening montage where he's kind of talking about, you know, becoming uh, uh, becoming Batman and scaring the fucking criminals and doing all all these things. Uh, I, I found I felt like that was probably one of the best parts of the movie. It, it It is one of the parts of the movie that I enjoyed the most is the first time he comes out of the shadows because like all these all these bad guys are just kind of poking around going, oh, shit, the signals up. And oh yeah, is yeah. He, is he in the shadows? Yeah, and every fucking shadow is like, I don't know, man. Hold like, on, <laughs> like like roaches when the lights come on, they're like, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking vengeance. crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was fucking nuts. Uh, one of my, you know, I had one moment where where I laughed out loud because I thought it was a little ridiculous, which was where uh, when he comes out of the shadows initially, and all you hear are footsteps, and it reminded me of uh, of RoboCop when they reveal RoboCop. You know, the first time where they don't they don't show him on screen yet. You just see pieces of him, but you hear yeah. those footsteps, and everyone turn around in a, in a, in a, in the police station. And go, oh, what? Hey, man, what the fuck is that? And it turns out it's fucking RoboCop. <laughs> hell, hell yeah! Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 yeah. It, it it was great. So when I saw when I heard it, it it, it that memory came uh, came top of mind. But anywho, yeah. Uh, you know what I like though? He did a lot of walking. 
Yes. <laughs> he he was like, that, that's another thing I found to be very funny is that he was like Michael Myers in this movie. He didn't run. He didn't run. He just appeared in front of people, you know, it's uh, or he beat the shit out of him immediately. It was fucking great. It's teletransportation. Yeah, it's like the it was like the Arkham games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fucking great. Um Yeah, he just he just walked up like he walked up to some place, knocked on the door to investigate. You know, like there's just <laughs> it's just like he was just dressed up like a bad, just like going door to like Yeah, hey, I, I heard there was something strange. I wanna <laughs> Yeah, I'm here to investigate things. I'm I'm sorry. Uh we don't we don't have any candy here, sir. Um Okay, Mr. Vengeance, can you not? <laughs> does he really say the line, I am vengeance? Yeah. 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 How many times it's does he say it? Or Only it... only once. Yeah. But Everyone... I said it a lot throughout the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. is this people... like as memorable as I'm Batman? It, it is this version of this Batman's I'm Batman. And he, the only person I think to refer to him as the Batman in this entire movie is, uh, is, the Riddler. The, the, the Riddler. Yeah. Uh, to everybody else, he's the mouse vigilante. He is uh, Zorro. <laughs> Zorro. Yeah. He he is he is a he's a vigilante first. He's not. He didn't have a name. He's a, if anything, he's a criminal. Uh, yeah. Um, but as I was mentioning there, so there is, uh, there's a heated political race going on and, uh, there's a corrupt politician trying to win a race against who, uh, we assume is another politician who is not corrupt. And they're both kind of fighting for the, the renewal of Gotham. Uh, then, um, we, we come again to that, to that mansion or mansion or the apartment building, whatever. And, uh, of this guy kind of watching himself debate someone else. And he's on the phone with someone asking all these questions like, Hey man, I thought we were supposed to win. What the fuck's going on? And we don't really know who that is. But then, uh, as, as, as this happens, uh, a person appears behind him and, uh, his that eyes was are, creepy. yeah, it was, his eyes were illuminated and, uh, he fucking takes out this, this thing and he fucking just started whacking the motherfucker in the head and he kills him. Uh, and he tapes his fucking mouth shut. Yeah, dude. Like. That's some crazy serial killer shit. Yeah, it it was borderline disturbing. I mean, and this movie was PG thirteen, mind you. <laughs> yeah, like this this was very like uh like graphic for for a Batman. It wasn't like gory or anything, but it was just like there was just some images that were like if you're a kid watching a Batman movie, you're you'd be like, holy, oh my god, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now so so. And after this, the police show up and, uh, and and they investigate the murder of who we find out is the mayor. He he is the mayor of Gotham, and uh, on on his uh, on the the duct tape that is his face is taped up says no more lies. And uh, they find a riddle at at the crime scene, and the riddle says, "What does a liar do when he's dead?" Juan, what's the answer to this riddle? You saw I have vengeance. <laughs> you saw the movie. <laughs> I can't remember the answer. He, he lies still. He lies still, and uh, and it, kind of, it, it then this this singular mystery kind of drives the rest. But like Jay Jay has said earlier, you know, Jay, this is when you get introduced to to James Gordon, who literally shows up to the crime scene with Batman. You know, uh, <laughs> he, like, <laughs> like, like, like his girlfriend. Yeah, he, he was like, "Hey, Bring honey, kid to work day." He was like, uh, "I'm sorry, sweetheart, we got to make a stop." And so, and this is where he has to go. He doesn't make it a fancy. <laughs> Did they explain how they became so close or? Yeah. They met in a bar. Yeah. And he, uh, I yeah, would have thought it was, it was his Tinder. wingman. Yeah. yeah I, honestly, uh, they, they don't really go into how their relationship started, but they do talk about 
they they talk about why their relationship works is because they only trust each other. Um, because I, and Juan, you you may know this, but traditionally in comic books, James Gordon has always been like a a, a cop out to do the right thing. Yes, and he he, he can't be bought, and Batman. Uh, being kind of a, a symbol of that for the city, like they kind of only trust each other because he, he doesn't know who he can trust. So they're yeah, because Gotham City is so fucked up. Like, why do people still live there? Yeah, yes. It, it, if anything, at the, at the end of this movie, I go, that's a corrupt fucking city. Like, there's like maybe three people who control everything that goes on, and they're not they're not even elected officials. <laughs> it's and so now weird because everything is dirty. And it's always raining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, and those buildings are like dilapidated. It's it is uh, it's horrible. They should uh, move to Sunnyside Metropolis. Yeah, they should. No, so, like, yeah, that's uh, but yeah. So, so how do you guys feel about the the opening scene? Did you guys like it? Did you guys feel like it it cemented the world for you? Like, what, what was what was your feeling about it? It set the tone for the movie. It really did. Because uh, honestly, this is a slower paced Batman film. Mm-hmm. Like. And, and that opening just really set the tone of like, this is what you're going to see. Uh, this isn't like, uh, uh, this isn't like an action packed, uh, you know, Batman movie. This is uh more psychological, like, uh, like people compared to like Chinatown, which I haven't seen or seven, which I've seen seven. And, um, yeah, that I, I feel like it's, uh, to me the the movie was like a film noir with Batman in it. Yeah, it, it was is one of the elements of the movie that I like the most, which is I, I like um, a mystery movie, and uh, and the one thing I the one thing I was going to mention about this first act is that yes, it did cement the tone, but it also is the only time we kind of shift to a perspective of a character that's not Batman. Like the all all the the other times we're we're Batman, we know everything Batman knows. We are kind of in lockstep with with what Batman is investigating. So you even start to kind of think like him. So like as you as you go through this movie and you get all these riddles and you do all this stuff, you're kind of like you are doing it from the view of Batman. So you even make all the same mistakes he makes unless you're smarter than Batman. So uh, going into the next act, they're chasing down clues for uh, uh, the riddle they just got, which uh, leads them to find a thumb drive in inside of the car because the, the mayor was missing a thumb. And uh, the clue that they found where it says he lies still was a cipher to another Another uh, thing that the, the riddle left behind that said drive. So it led him to a thumb drive inside of his car, which gives them uh, more information about where, where to move on to the next clue, which um, kind of leads Batman down another rabbit hole of like trying to figure out. But it was a, it was a literal thumb. Yes, drive. It, it was a literal thumb. Like, yeah, he takes the mayor's literal thumb and he goes into his car and is attached to a, a, a thumb drive. And in order to unlock the thumb drive to get any information off of it, they have to use the the dead mayor's thumb print from his severed thumb to open it. Uh, and they open this drive and they find photos of the mayor and some woman that's not his wife. And it leads them, it leads Batman to uh, to this club where he meets Selena Kyle, where we get introduced to the Penguin, where we kind of find out there's like a whole different under under city to to Gotham. Um, and and all this while watching Batman do like legit detective work. Yeah, and he just walks up to the club the door and he yeah. knocks on there and he's like, "I want to talk to Falcone." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Bro, 
who the the, the guy the guy's uh, the, the guy's reaction to the door is, is fucking classic. He looks at him and he's like, "What? What the? Okay." Closes who the door. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, he closes the door and he he gets his friend. He's like, "Look at this guy over here." He's well, asking, it was his twin. Yeah, he yeah. gets his twin brother. I'm gonna get my brother. <laughs> he's like, oh, "Hold on." He's like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey! Check out this crazy guy at the door." And so he he opens the door and he looks and he's like, "What the fuck is it? I told him I don't know who this guy is." And then Batman just proceeds to beat his way into the fucking club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no tact. It's just like, I want to see your boss. Okay, you're not gonna let me. I'm just gonna punch you. Yeah, he's yeah. just carrying his way in. <laughs> yeah. So, and then so Batman, he literally goes into the, he he's in enemy territory. He's like in the middle of enemy territory, and I don't, I don't even think he knows how deep in the rabbit hole he is when he bursts in here and just starts beating the shit out of, out of everything that moves. See, that's how you know you're well trained as a martial artist because you can dress up like a bat, walk up to anywhere, <laughs> and just go. I want to see something. And then just punch your way through. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, because he, he he begins, he proceeds to beat the shit out of every last person in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then that's finally when uh, the, the the penguin comes. I was like, hey, hey, buddy, buddy, I'm Oz. Hey, let's go to my office and take this. Hey, you're, you're ruining business. You know, I love I love Colin Farrell's uh, performance in this, but sometimes his uh his accent went a little way over the top. Hey, yo, Batman. Hey, it's just you. Hey, hey, bing. hey, 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 hey. He's supposed to be New York, right? I, I don't, I don't know. If he's supposed to be in New York, but he was like, hey, man, hey, hey, come on, hey, this guy hey, over here, hey, 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 hey. hey. about this, hey. Yeah. Uh, so he, so the penguin then takes Batman up to his office. Uh, he takes Batman up to his office, and uh, and he's going to do a drug deal. Uh, right right in front of Batman like he gives zero fucks about Batman standing right there right because Batman is not Batman to him yet and uh, he's like oh and it, it is Selena Kyle who walks over and he she looks at him he looks at her and he's like it's okay this, this guy's not gonna do anything and they do the drug deal right in front of him but the thing is is that when she walks in uh, they're reviewing the photos because he's trying to get information out of the penguin about the girl in the photo and the and the the mayor the girl looks at the photo. Batman sees the girl look at the photo. The girl looks at Batman, watching her look at the photo. And then fucking uh, uh, the penguin, like, he's like, hey, I don't know what the fuck's going on over here. But, you know, he tells her to go away. They finished their deal. And Batman's going to beat the shit out of him until he realized, wait a minute. I think that girl knows something about that girl in the photos. And this is when Batman takes, uh, he gets a little creepy because you don't know what the fuck's going on at first. Yeah, because he's like yeah. watching her with his bat binoculars. And- yeah, he's like he's like dressed like you know he didn't he he got undressed so quickly that he didn't take his eye makeup off. You know he he's like sitting there in a baseball cap in the rain, like watching her through the window. Yeah, I know. It's like Batman, your mascara's running. <laughs> yeah. yeah, did you guys it- notice something in that scene? Well, right before when Selena's going home, uh, Matt Reeves does this shot of like the front of the iceberg lounge mm-hmm. and you see the building that's across the street and there is a window there and there's a light on and that's where Riddler is hiding. Oh yeah. 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 That's uh, that's like, that's something again that like, uh, as I kind of like went into like a rabbit hole of trying to figure out what the hell's gone this movie is that like the, the photos were taken that Batman was looking at. We're all taken from the same from perspective. That angle. Yeah. Yeah. From that same perspective. So like, He's been there the whole fucking time. He was there in that little window, kind of poking around, waiting the whole time. God Very damn, dude! Like. Yeah. So then, uh, while while this is happening, Batman Batman follows her home, and then he follows her to. Uh, well, he follows her home, and it, it it's a whole other thing that's going on. 
So uh, the girl that was in the photo is the girl that was that that uh, this girl goes home to, and um, and so then there's she's like she's freaked out because they've they threatened her life, but she can't get out of the country because they took her passport, and so now she's gonna break into the mayor's house to go get his to to go to go get her passport, and so Batman follows her, but follows follows this woman who dresses up in uh, a skin tight like leather suit, puts on the most ridiculous. Uh, hat beanie I've ever seen in my fucking I had, life. I had issues with that stupid, <laughs> stupid like, beanie. I was like, okay, uh, I get, I get everything else, but what? Why would you waste your time putting that fucking beanie on? Like, what, it's not gonna... what was wrong with the beanie? Uh, you just cut a hole in it for her. Yeah, for yeah. her eyes. It's it was the worst. Like you, you spend all that money on your your skin tight leather costume. You could have splurged a little more on like a cat helmet or something. Like yeah, it was awful. <laughs> it, it was, was like, awful. It was like hey, I just need something to complete this outfit, but I don't know. Well, we got this beanie. Yeah, yeah. Just cut a hole out for my eyes. Oh, I'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, cut a, cut a hole. But it, it really doesn't go with your leather leather outfit. I was like, no, it's fine. No, no one's gonna be looking at my, my helmet. <laughs> no one can tell who I am underneath this beanie. Yeah. I think oh all my the God. money's budget for the movie went to the Batmobile and Pattinson's bat outfit. Yeah, I know it, it must have been and and uh, uh Colin Farrell's makeup because yes. I, I didn't know who the fuck he was. But yeah, so uh Yeah, so that, I'm sure there was no craft services at on the set because uh they spent all the money and couldn't afford a, another uh, headpiece for the Catwoman costume. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was fucking ridiculous. Um, so, so Batman follows her over, and so then we find out. Yeah, so the audience knows that this is Catwoman, which means that this is probably seemingly the cow, but but we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. Uh, she goes to the mayor's house, and we watch her. <laughs> oh, we know. Oh, oh we know. <laughs> oh, he knows too. Which uh, so then, um, so then. You know, she she breaks in and she's going through. She's breaking into the safe, uh, and then you know, Batman appears. You know, as silent j- j- as Batman does, he just appears, and then they they fight, and they have a moment where uh, there's a security guard's coming over, and he's trying not to get them both caught, and he's not trying to arrest her. He's just trying to figure out like what the hell she's doing there because he's chasing. He's like, you know who this woman is, and you know what like what's going on. So I need I need information, and this is kind of where they begin to team up. Her, him and Selena, and she's like, I don't know who the fuck you are, but I guess if you're gonna help me, they go they go back to her place where then he tells her, well, it, it turns out they had they kidnapped her, her her uh, her her girlfriend, her friend, um, Annika. Uh, Annika. Yeah, thank you. As Julio like kind of click clicks down to into the show notes. Um, <laughs> they're coming uh, yeah, they, in handy, man. They're coming. Yeah, in handy. They, they they kidnap uh, her girlfriend, um, um, Annika, and so at that point, she kind of like forms a reluctant relationship with with Batman, and Batman kind of does what he does, and he's like looking around, finds finds out her name, and then just calls her by her name like a fucking creep, like someone who's been watching her his entire like all all day. He's like, okay, Selena, so I'll see you later, right? Okay, cool. And then he, he <laughs> and he's like, this place, this, yeah. and just goes through her mail. Yeah, calls her out on like having all these cats. Yeah, he's like, he's like a jealous ex boyfriend. He's like, you didn't know you're not doing so well, huh? Um, you know too much about me already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait, then, wait, she's not Rosie Perez. <laughs> and then uh, he goes, got a lot of cats. It's not safe here. And then he just fucking leaves. He just fucking yeah. leaves. Like he doesn't, you know, he doesn't offer any kind of assistance or whatever. He just fucking. Eh, there's a lot of shit going on here. All right, good luck. I gotta say, this is the most socially awkward Batman. Yes, in- <laughs> yes, 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 yes. There's some other. There's some scenes like towards the end where I, he's just like a sheepish little boy in a bat costume. I'm just like, but at the same time, I don't think you know he doesn't know how to deal with women. He's like, I, I, I assume this Batman's a virgin. I assume he, 
he, after his at seven years old, his parents got killed. He just kind of sank into depression. He's never gone out. He's not done anything. Oh yeah, That's dark that, man. Fuck. He just <laughs> he just needed to pop his cherry. That's that's all yeah. he needed. <laughs> yeah. Wow, dude. Uh, so then, uh, as all this is going on, so uh, earlier in the movie, which I forgot to mention, we are introduced to Commissioner Pete Savage, who. Um, who is, uh, he walks in to the crime scene where the mayor is and he's like, Gordon, you fucking brought this guy uh, pointing <laughs> at Batman. And, um, he's pointing at Batman and uh, he's like, yeah, man, don't worry. Like, he's like, look, I got the press outside. Like the only reason I let this stand is cause we used to be partners. And, um, and so if you're familiar with like Batman, the animated series, like Pete is like the big scruffy dude with the, he's like, we're always wearing a blue suit. That, that is who this guy the, is. And, the slob guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, Harvey Bullock. Oh, wait, wait. Am I? Yeah. Am I, I got my characters wrong. Oh, I did. Yeah, you Look did. Look at me. I want to death with myself. But uh, the, the funny thing is, uh, I was completely supporting you on that. I, I, I know you were, but thanks. So, anyway, um, so it turns, so you find out that Pete and Pete and Har- uh, James, James Gordon. Gordon used to be partners. And so he, he's kind of letting all this shit fly. Uh, and then, um, uh, then all, all that was going on, and then it turns out that Pete has been captured, and he is also in one of the Riddler's traps. And uh, and the trap is is almost like a fucking saw like trap where yeah. like his head is in a in a rat maze. Yeah, and and he was injected with rat poison, and the rats are killing themselves as they eat him to death. It, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, they had to go through a maze and, sh- and like yeah, <laughs> it was so crazy. It's it's insane, and I, I should take I should take a, a moment to mention that uh, it's also a little bit here that we learn that Batman has like these fucking contact lenses that just fucking take video of everything. So like this is the first Batman esque type gadget we see in the movie, which is like crazy to see. But then when you look at the rest of his costume, you go, well, where where where's the fucking rest of your tech, like technology upgrades? That, at least that, that's what went through my mind. That well, I mean, that's what I kind of liked about the the Batman. With his gadgets, they were all very practical. Like he had a flashlight at one point, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he had a flashlight. It was also a black light, you know. Some flares. Uh, yeah, but flares was it a binoculars to spy people with? What yeah, was it? Yeah. A what one? But was it a bat light? No, no, it wasn't. It was a mag light. But uh, <laughs> but uh, so so the the Pete the commissioner he has this uh the riddle that also goes with him. That's to the Batman. The riddle was follow the maze until you find the rat. Uh, bring him to the light, and that's where you'll find. That's where I'm at, and uh, and essentially he's trying to tell them you got to find the police informant, and the Riddler will reveal where he's been hiding. So then that that again leads um, that leads Batman down a rabbit hole to kind of find out who who this rat is, who's this, who's this informant, like what's what's going on, and so he teams up with Selena uh, to get into uh, to get back into the Iceberg Lounge, but it turns out that within that club that he found her at. There's another club called Club 44, like kind of below that. So the front for this club, there's a front for Club 44 called the Iceberg Lounge. But below that is is Club 44. 44 That's, below. Yeah. And that is and that is where all the real business goes down. The crime business, I should say. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't know. Julio, do you know if, Cl- uh, if Club 44 below, if that means anything? Is that like a thing from like any of the Batman comics? Uh, I don't believe so. I think or maybe like the, the Iceberg Lounge. I, I don't know. When the I Iceberg watched, Lounge, yes. Uh, That's uh, Oswald Cobbles Potts' uh, main hideout, the uh, Iceberg Lounge. Okay. But okay. Club 44, I don't recall if it was from the comics. Yeah, when I when I was watching in the, sitting in the, the theater watching, I feel like this is a, a, a callback to something. Like I just a, don't know what it is. The Arkham game. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, so he, he teams up with Selena. He gives her his contact and says, hey, go go into this club and get some information for me because their agendas kind of line up. So they're they're partners of convenience and not because like not not because they're partners. He's like, well, I need to find out who killed who killed my my or where my friend is. And uh, you want to know what's going on inside this club. So it works out for us right now. And so she goes in and he they are kind of getting some information. And um, and she finds uh, we find out that's the first time we meet uh, 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 Carmine Falcone. Falcone? Falcone. Is it Falcone I, or Falcone? Which Falcone. One is Falcone. Oh, Fal- Falcone. Uh, so um, that's the first time we see him. And there is something off about the way they interact. You don't know exactly what it is, but it's super creepy. And you think that he's about to like, I don't know, uh, like fucking taking her and like selling this uh, sex trafficking or like he's just being it's just he's just being sickly sweet and you don't know what the fuck's going on um and so then you know batman's like hey man what the fuck i didn't know i didn't know you knew fucking carmine falcone like a jealous boyfriend yeah he's like hey you, uh, you didn't tell me about him um what what the fuck and so she's like it's nothing i need to get the fuck out of here like i, I gotta go he's like but i need you to stay on the da because um before they they interact She's actually uh, interacting with the DA. Uh, he finds he finds out there's a corrupt cop. There's a whole a whole lots of like just people in there that shouldn't be there that are public officials. And so you you kind of as the audience kind of start to see exactly how deep this, this rabbit hole goes. And you're like, holy shit, there's a lot of fucking corrupt corrupt individuals. Um, so as she as the as she kind of talks up the DA to get more information, they kind of talk about how there's this police informant that if like anyone found out about it, like, holy shit is going to blow the whole thing off of this and people could lose their lives. So like, we just need to like, let it, let it fucking die down. Don't, don't worry. And then she runs into Falcone and then she fucking runs, she runs out of there because she's just like, I, I can't be here anymore. And Batman gets mad. And he's like, what the fuck, bro? Um, and so then uh, later, later that night, the DA fucking high on drugs leaves and gets into his car. But who's waiting in his car? But the fucking Riddler. God damn, dude. That was a creepy scene, too, because he, he's he's watching that all unfold, just kind of <laughs> breathing in, in his car, just fogging up his windows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you, the, the windows were all fucking fogged up because uh, because he was just waiting in there for so fucking long, just waiting for him to get in, uh, so, get in the car. So is it safe to say that this Riddler is far away from Jim Carrey's Riddler? Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, go. they're very similar. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, they both had green suits. And they both like riddles. <laughs> yeah, but like this one's like, I don't even remember him this dark in the comics. Is he this dark? Have well, you said some he's dark a, the the only difference that I've seen with the this the Batman Riddler and uh, a lot of the comic books and um, the animated iterations of uh, the Riddler is the the Riddler in the comics is a narcissist. Yeah, and uh, this Riddler is more of an anarchist. Mm-hmm. Uh, who just likes riddles? Who likes riddles? And he and he he thinks he's he believes he's acting in the best uh, uh in the best for Gotham. Um. So yeah, he he attacks the DA and he gets another like saw like fucking thing uh, apparatus kind of put on. There's a cell phone taped to his hand. There's a clue yeah. taped to his chest. There's a bomb on his neck. So I crazy, mean, dude. Yeah. And uh and so this all this all happens at the funeral. For the mayor. So uh, this is when we get the first, our first view of public, the public view of Bruce, Bruce Wayne, which informs, which informs us of like kind of what uh, it informs us, the audience of like what it's like for everybody else to see Bruce Wayne. Because to Juan, to your point, um, 
every every time we've ever seen Bruce Wayne, like outside of these films, like fucking, he's always been fucking Playboy Bruce Wayne. Like, yeah, man, I fuck that model and that model, and I got someone waiting back at the house. But this is not that Bruce Wayne. Uh, people are so unused to seeing Bruce Wayne. They're just like, hey, hey, dude, look, fucking Bruce Wayne's over there. <laughs> like that. Like people are excited to see him, and he's just kind of like awkward and glaring at people like the whole fucking time it, it's uh it's an interesting thing to see um I like the cup martinez who was at that crime scene earlier in the film he's like hey who's this guy here i don't trust him but now at the funeral he's like hey look that's bruce wayne he's like trying to get noticed <laughs> yeah, by him yeah. waving yeah he's, uh, he's tapping i mean hey 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 look man it's bruce wayne he's, you know what i mean like it's uh it's it's fucking crazy so uh, but before i get any further so what do you guys think about like the about Selena Kyle. Do you guys do you guys like this her and her her, her Catwoman like how, what they did with it? I did. Yes. She wasn't like a damsel in distress like I put in my show notes. She kind of held her own like in a fight scene with uh Batman so far and taking no guff as yeah. Jaco would say. Wait. Yeah. When have they really portrayed her as a damsel in distress? Um they started uh, with and, and Holly Berry's Catwoman. Yeah, I, oh, I've never seen that one. Yeah, I never saw it. But <laughs> Lucky like, you. <laughs> yeah, like all I remember is Selena Kyle slash Catwoman's always been like she can hold hold her own, man. Yeah, she's like the female equivalent of Batman, just that she actually she's breaks bad. the law. Yeah, I well, I like I like this one. She look, she's uh, she's gorgeous, but she wasn't over sexualized like a lot of the other Catwomen, you know. Yeah. Um. Like she, she was sexy, but like she wasn't, she wasn't like a, a porno actress. Yeah. 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 She, she was, um, I mean, she basically used like her feminine wild to kind of, to get her way when she needed it. But if she needed to like fuck you up, she would, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which goes back to a lot of the old, like film noir movies where, uh, they, the women are, are sexy. Um, but they're not, they know things. They're part of the, the intrigue, but they're not like, I don't know. I don't know. It, I, I, I like this, this Catwoman. Um. Yeah. It, and you know what? She, she was all right. Uh, she also, she wasn't like in her final form either. You know, she was clearly morally ambiguous. Yes. And, uh, she's, and, like, she's like a, she's like a girl from the streets. Yeah. Was, she had all these street smarts and she, she could take care of herself and she knows how to, use uh her femininity to get the things that she wants you know yeah. uh, you guys keep on uh talking about the development of the these characters uh i feel like they're, they're being portrayed a lot how they were being portrayed in the uh, tv show gotham because in that one uh, bruce wayne was very still developing very emo very vengeance driven very uh, uh he he acted based on instinct instead of the true like detective that he that he becomes and selena kyle was very like street smart uh had uh the the girlish uh aspects of her but it, she was still developing as catwoman i i feel like this batman is very much in line with uh the development of the characters from the tv show gotham i never uh, yeah uh, i mean I, I mean it's it's early in in the batman career so i mean gotham takes place before he was even batman yeah. so yeah, yeah, I think this first part of the movie kind of follows Batman Year One. Mm-hmm. So it's the start of both Batman and Selina Kyle. Um, I, this first part of the movie, I, I really like 
that you see the detective side of Batman, like going in that crime scene, pointing at things out in the room, like, oh, he's missing a thumb. Oh, he looks at the blood splatter on the floor, and that's where the weapon landed. And And then five minutes later, he's whooping ass. That's another thing that I I was talking to Cantley about is uh, somebody uh, at work was uh, talking about how they portrayed Batman as a detective, and they're not used to that. Uh, And I'm like, well, no, that that's they had a detective comment. See, he was portrayed very noir detective-ish and even Raja Ghoul referred to him as the detective. He's always been that cunning person that knows how to break down a scene and find the person yeah. uh, responsible. I mean, I think that's what the lure of the Riddler was that Batman was smart enough to be a detective and figure out his riddles. Yeah, that, that's true. And and in this in this movie, the, this Batman is very much uh, he he is a detective. He's working with the cops, but he's not he's not working all of the angles. He's working the angles that, that are going to get him to the end, but he's not working all of the angles, and it causes him to miss stuff. But uh, uh, to kind of get back on track, um, so so again, like I said, like the the DA after being caught up in the uh, after being caught up uh, by the Riddler, he has signal. like. That's um, he has that saw apparatus on him, and he's uh, he crashes a vehicle through the middle of the the uh, mayor the mayor's funeral, and he gets out of there, and they put the whole bomb squad together, and then the phone is just ringing the whole time, and uh, <clears throat> send a robot. Yeah, they, they send in a robot, <laughs> and uh, you know there's no police in there, there's no one in there, and they're just kind of like, uh, and then but but there's a fucking shadow, and then you hear the looming footsteps of Batman, kind of like trudging his way in. <laughs> you know, you know what I liked about that that is that he had to go and change. Yeah, you know, yeah. like there's <laughs> they didn't show him changing, but there was a there was a period of time where you know he was Bruce Wayne, and then they were waiting because it was a. It was uh, a message to the Batman. So they're just waiting for Batman to show up. So then and he Bruce Wayne <laughs> has to go change and then come in as Batman. Yeah, and, and dude, dude, it, you have to remember, it was also broad fucking daylight. So they, he had to wait for the sun to go down just to <laughs> oh, get yeah. that shadow <laughs> over there so he could trudge in. It's fucking hilarious. That uh, phone was ringing for hours. Yeah, that, that, the, <laughs> that DA was just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I, well, what if he had to take a shit? It's a, there's all kinds of stuff going on. I, I'm sure he shat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then, you know, Batman shows up and he's like, Hey, hey, hold on. How the fuck did he get in there? And he's like, bro, I don't know. The shadows? Who knows? Like, he, he got into this place that apparently they, no one, it was Dude, secure. We've been here for eight hours, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, he, uh, so then he answers the phone finally uh, that takes off the tape of the DA's mouth. And he's like, hey, help me. Like, someone fucking help me. You know, uh, he picks up another clue from the Riddler. He looks at it and he doesn't really pay much attention to it because the Riddler is talking to him and he is uh, trying to get the DA to answer these riddles. Well, uh, and I heard a theory that he wasn't waiting for the DA to answer. He was kind of testing Batman to to have him answer these riddles to give him the information uh, so that he could continue chasing down uh, the, the, the leads. So the first riddle is... Um, it can be cruel, poetic, or blind, but when it's denied, it's violence you may find. And the one. answer the answer is one. I'm vengeance. <laughs> I am vengeance. I'm Batman. Uh the answer is uh inc- that's incorrect, Juan. Your head would have been blown off immediately. Um, but the answer is justice. And then um the second riddle he gives them is uh, if you are justice, please do not lie. 
uh, what is the prize for your blind eye? And the the DA is like, oh, what, what, uh, I don't know. What the fuck are you talking about? And Batman's like, he rolls his eyes because he's like, bro, he's asking you how much it fucking costs for you to, to, to take the bribe. And he's like, oh, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know, like uh, 10K? 10 million? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. He's like, that's it? <laughs> and then, um, and then the last evil moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the last one, uh, there's also a theory online that the Riddler never wanted the DA to survive. So he's kind of yeah. dragging out his time because he knows like Batman answered them like really quick. Yeah. And so he's, uh, he goes, I'm like Juan. Yeah. I'm, I'm like Juan. I'm Batman. Juan, do you remember the last one? What becomes dri- wet as it dries? Thumbdrive. No, that, that wasn't a riddle. I was just messing around with you. Thumbdrive. <laughs> but uh, it's but a towel. I'm it, it, it is a towel. But uh, the last riddle is, uh, since, you're, since your uh, justice is so select, please tell us which vermin you, you're paid to protect. Uh, and the answer is the rat. And, it, and then it begins uh, as a whole, it, it, it almost, it, it, Again, Batman is kind of going, okay, so there's something bigger going on with this rat because you have to remember that he heard something when Selena was inside the uh, Club 44 below. The DA was mm-hmm. like, man, we got we paid this guy off and they, no one can find out about it. And so then here's a DA again saying, hey, you're paid, to, you're, you're paid to protect a rat. Who is it? He's like, I'm not saying anything. If I say something, fucking people are going to die. I'm a dead man anyway, so just let this fucking bomb go off, bro. It doesn't matter. That's and, insane, dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it and was then like Batman got blowed up. Yeah, yeah, and then he fucking blew up, and in the most un-Batman thing because you know, uh, uh, again, th- this is Batman in his infancy because Batman we know would have turned around and uh, taken that on his cape or some shit like that. I don't fucking know, but uh, he wouldn't have got fucking exploded in the face um, and pass out on the crime scene. I'll explode you in your face. Whoa! What? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Is that, what that is means. that your form of vengeance? <laughs> I'm vengeance. Hey, you guys keep on talking about all these characters, but I haven't heard one of my favorite. Where the fuck is Pennywise? Pennywise or Pennyworth? Wait, same thing. No, one Wait. of them is a clever clown. The other one is his. Uh, yeah, one, one uh, has the deadlines. Butler. Where, where, where is Pennyworth? Are, are you talking about Alfred? Yeah, yeah, he's made an appearance at uh, this point. Yeah, yeah he's, he make, he's making some... tea or I don't <laughs> he's, know. Uh, he's so he's some sheets. housekeeping. Yeah, uh, he's fucking doing mocap for Caesar. I don't fucking know, man. He I don't helps know. him actually solve the first riddle with the thumb drive. Yeah, he does. He does. He uh, and he he kind of takes out. He's like, uh, uh, yeah, man, you keep doing some other shit. I'll, I'll just look at this because you left it here. And he, he does. He does help him solve the first riddle. And that's really kind of all you get of him until like later on in the in the movie. Um. So, so fast forwarding. So then this is one, probably one of the, the best scenes in the movie is like Batman fucking wakes up in the police lockup and uh, he wakes up at, and he's, he's at a start and he's like ready to start fucking people up because he's surrounded by all these cops who are like trying to take his mask off. And Gordon is like keeping them from taking his mask off by like, you know, just a, a second away. And Batman wakes up, he's ready to start fucking throwing hands. And, uh, and Gordon's like, Hey, 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 dude, calm the fuck down. Calm the fuck down. Put his pants back on. Yeah, he put his pants back on. It's like we saw Batman's dick, everybody. Um, and so then, uh, you know, they start talking, and then Pete, wa- not Pete, because he's dead. But uh, so all the police guys are like going in there, giving they're giving Gordon a bunch of shit for protecting this guy. He's like, I'm gonna straighten this motherfucker out. And he and uh, all the cops leave, and they have this conversation, which is like, I gotta get you the fuck out of here, but I gotta make it look like. <laughs> You know, I got to make it look like, you know, I'm trying to set you straight. Like, uh, it's so it, like, I <laughs> honestly love 
the relationship between uh, Jim Gordon and Batman in this movie is so is so great. You know, they were it was a nice mix of uh, they had great chemistry, but there was a, there was a lot of humor when uh, they were together. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, and this, this is one of those scenes because he's like, all right, he's like, take this key in my hand. You're going to punch me and then you're going to get the fuck out of here. And uh, <laughs> wait. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you, you know what? This is also, and this scene is also one of the saddest things I've seen because I think this is when Gordon kind of knew that it was just him and Batman. Because he he goes, hey, who's a who's the guy with the broken nose? And he goes, oh, that's so-and-so. Like, I saw him at the Club 44 below. And he's like, that motherfucker's dirty too. Fuck. You know, and and you could yeah. hear the heartbreak in his face because in his voice because he just felt, you could. I, I felt like he felt like, oh, I'm, I'm really fucking alone in here. Yeah, yeah. What I, what? I thought it was great was he did punch. He gave Jim Gordon a real punch yeah, he, to yeah. the face. <laughs> yeah. And then he ran. He I ran like a motherfucker. <laughs> I took the did. sand for a can of iced tea. I was like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was great. So yeah, he runs, he gets out of there. Uh, he gets to the top of the building and, you know, uh, and, and again, this is another, I think your expectation is subverted because you expect Batman to just jump right off the thing and, and glide like he would, you know, again, Batman 10 years from now. Or oh, just glide out the thing, but he he kind of has like this fucking flight suit on that he zipped up really quick. Yeah, like this flying squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> and he narrowly escapes, narrowly escapes the uh, uh, the cops that were chasing him. And well, that he, was crazy. He's running through the police station, and everyone is taking a shot at him. It's like there's a lot of innocent people in there too. Yes, <laughs> cops are just like blasting away. I was just like Yosemite uh, Sam. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, true. What, what would you expect from a bunch of dirty cops? Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Well, I mean, first of all, there's a lot of fucking on duty cops in there to, for a city. So fucking run down there's like a lot of on duty cops, <laughs> like a lot of people just poured out of one fucking door. I was like, yeah. there's never that many fucking cops in one building. But whatever. Doing paperwork, man. Put in paperwork. I can't go out there yet. Yeah. Uh, so then um, he jumps off of here and and probably one of the like the few comedic scenes that are here that, that are played for comedy he fucking puts on his squirrel suit and jumps off the building. You're like, all right, Batman's going to fucking land on this bus very gracefully and get away. But he doesn't. He opens the parachute. Nope. He fucking hits the bridge, hits the bus, rolls yeah. in the street. And he, he fucking knocks Phil's out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he limps away. Yeah. He fucking limps away. Like, you know, as if it, like, and he, and he's like, I don't know. Yeah, it, it was hilarious. It was, it was very, very, very funny. Um, uh, he's still kind of blowing past some stuff, but, uh, so then, you know, after all that happens, he kind of gathers himself. He didn't have his cape anymore. He uh, he he finds another. He f- goes to uh, this orphanage that the Riddler set up for him to find, and it has like the renewals a lie, and it it tells him, you know, what I can't remember the other riddle, which is uh, which leads him basically to to find that the Riddler is after Bruce Wayne. Um, the Riddler is after of the father. Yeah, it's like it's a sense of the father, the renewals a lie and all this stuff. And uh, and he he's trying to get Bruce Wayne as like kind of kind of to help tell the story some more about like what's actually going on in Gotham. And so um, as, so as he does that, as he does that, like fucking Batman goes, holy fuck, he's trying to get me. But wait a minute, I'm not fucking home. I'm here. And he is trying his damnedest to get a hold of Alfred. Uh, because he's at home and and at the same time Juan Alfred then joins the movie again and they do like this montage of him opening up Bruce's mail kind of just uh, sort it which was very unethical yeah 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 yeah. but obviously you know who else is going to handle the business affairs if it's not if it's not him 
Oh, a package for Mr. Wayne, huh? Let me open that up. <laughs> yeah, he was like, let me see. It's from it's Amazon. Must be, must be a birthday card. Oh, $100. Thank you, Aunt Sally. And then he fucking <laughs> uh, throws it away. Um, but this time there was a bomb in there. And so this is what one of the the times that, like, while Batman was out uh, trying to trying to uh, get away from the cops at the same time, uh, he there was Alfred to open the bomb. Part of the Wayne Manor was burning and so on and so forth. So uh, Batman or Bruce was too late to kind of save Alfred. So he goes to the hospital and he and he sees him. Um, and then, you know, not only that, but in all this time, he finds out that. Uh, his dad, his dad was in cahoots in some way with the with the Maronis and the Falcones, and so uh, his entire view of his parents is now shattered because he thought they were like these white knights of Gotham, and he was doing this work on behalf of them. And you know, if they are if they are these these entities that are corruptible, then like what the fuck is he even doing? You know, I had an issue with uh, that whole sequence. I mean, my, well, my biggest issue is. Why doesn't Alfred have a cell phone? Well, <laughs> I mean, obviously Bruce Wayne isn't—he's not paying for a cell phone. He's not—he's he's not with that. It's not in his plan. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. And I mean, why the fuck? Is, well, first of all, he called him late, though. He did call him late. He did call him late. It was an hour later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He calls the phone in the mansion. The one phone in the mansion. I mean, to be fair, you would have thought that you know, you would have thought he would have picked it up. But I mean, he called him late. He called him late. Um, so then, you know, he goes to the hospital to see Alfred, and it's probably the most immature moment we have with with Batman. He, well, this is the second one. He's like, you know, why didn't you tell me about about my parents? You knew this whole time. Because earlier in the movie, he said, "You're not my dad, Alfred." Okay, geez. And then, yeah. he, then he, he yeah whipped, he whipped his yeah. hair by behind. He, he whipped his hair like with his neck, and then he went back to solving crimes. Um, he goes to the hospital. He visits Alfred. Alfred kind of sets him straight and says, "Look." You know, your parents weren't perfect. Your dad was just trying to protect your mom. So all the things that happened were because he made a mistake, but he was ultimately trying to do the right thing. Um, and it turns out that, you know, that his dad made a deal with Falcone to 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 keep this information about his mom secret. Um, and in doing so, uh, Carmine Falcone had killed this guy. He was just like, yeah, hey, man, you told me to keep him quiet. So now I did. And so if you want me to keep quiet about what you asked me to do, you got to do something for me. You know, and then uh, Thomas Wayne was like, fuck you, bro. I'm not going to do that. And then uh, he said, all right, then. Well, I'm going to have somebody meet you in the dark alley. Probably, supposedly. I don't know. And then they're going to kill you. So it turns out that the reason why the Waynes were killed was was because Falcone was just trying to get leverage over him and made it look like Sal Moroni had done it and uh, had done it so that it would kind of leave him in a position of power. Um, and it's like this kind of unsettles Bruce because he is, again, he, he kind of fought his whole life to kind of figure out, um, to figure, to have this all figured out. Uh, in, the, in the meantime, you know, we, we find out that Selena has found the person who was responsible for killing uh, her, girlf- her, her girlfriend. And uh, he is, it is connected to uh, Falcone, uh, uh, Carmine Falcone. Uh, she takes this guy up to the top of the thing. She turns on the bat signal because, um, because she wants Batman to come up there and fucking help her do it. And her and Gordon both go up there. And he's like, nah, man, you're not going to kill this guy because, you know, that's not how we do things around here. You're going to lose your soul if you do this. So he's, he's kind of already taken his, his vow never to, no, no guns. And he, he doesn't kill. Um, and I just said a lot of stuff. So with that said, 
did you guys do you guys like the the Alfred stuff? Did you guys do you guys think that it was overkill? Do you think that you know it was necessary for him? I liked it. I, th- I like that scene, especially when he's kind of saying like, "I thought I was a f- past being afraid." Yeah, I, I was thought I was past past had lived past fear, but getting to that opportunity to well losing somebody again and feeling that fear again mm-hmm. i thought that kind of humanized him a little bit and said all right all right i need to calm the hell down and focus on not just myself but you know those around me uh but you kind of jumped over the best part of the movie the the car chase oh shit man you're right i did i did um i did i'm so sorry because well, uh, we, we gotta we gotta talk about that that scene where they interrogate um the penguin yes and yes 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 his his accent just goes over the day yeah i'm so sorry because that is that's one of my favorite scenes is, is, is that interrogation is where I, I derive the most comedy out of james gordon and batman's relationship <laughs> i love when he goes what is this bad, good cop bad shit crazy cop yeah so uh so to to julio's point um after after the failed attempt on 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 bruce's life they go they they go chasing this thing he's like what the fuck does this clue mean that we got to figure out this uh this rat with wings he's like well fucking you know penguins have wings and they they, i guess they could be considered rats too and so he's like him and gordon look at each other and go let's fucking go and they go and they uh kidnap fucking the penguin they take him to a, a dark like abandoned warehouse somewhere and they tie him up and they're like tell us what you fucking know about this and he's like whoa 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 guys what the fuck are you talking about he's like yeah, yeah you know yeah. lorata lorata alada yeah. yeah yeah he's like that's the worst spanish i've ever heard dude. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and then you know at that point fucking uh uh batman and gordon look at each other and they're like hey is this guy right I don't fucking know, man. And he's like, and meanwhile, you know, fucking the penguins right behind him going, I'm right. I'm still here, guys. I can, I can fucking hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, fucking Batman pulls out the, the bat computer and goes, hold on. Goggle. And he, yeah, he, 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 he cockles it. <laughs> and, uh, bat goggle. He, uh, he got, he brings out the bat computer and goggles it. And he goes, wait a minute. I think, I think he meant URL because, uh, the penguins was right They They did translate their Spanish wrong. And uh, that URL leads them to LaRataAlada.com to where they can act. They were actually chatting with the, 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 the Riddler and the Riddler then sends them on another, another wild goose chase. And so that, and it leaves and it fucking, they just fucking leave the penguin there. They leave the penguin there. You know, there's a lot of downtime for the Riddler for he's, you know, he's just kind of waiting for them to solve these riddles. Uh, so he's like either, by his computer or he's just waiting by the phone. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, he's waiting for a text. Well, you know, he has an online following that he was like, he was, uh, using the kind of like to, to, sh- to shop for ideas when how, how he was going to do the rest of his shit. Uh, one, um, something you might be interested in is like, he was kind of, he had like a QAnon type type following with uh, the his folks online. Yeah. Cool. I wouldn't. I want to see a separate movie where they just follow the Riddler the whole time. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be a and lot of sitting. It's still three it's hours. Just, yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just him like going somewhere to set stuff up, and then just waiting. waiting and he's like sipping house. on like coffee or, you know, just, just keep staring at a phone his email. His AOL. <laughs> yeah. Like, is he answering yet? Is, you, guys, we, you guys are yeah. insulting. He's using that downtime to plan for his next riddle. Riddle. And no, no, the thing is, Juan, he had already planned all this stuff out. 
He was yeah. literally just waiting on Batman to figure it out because all of the clues are addressed to Batman. All of them. Now, the, the question is, does he allude to that and go, hey, this took you forever. I expected you to have it done a day ago or no, you know. uh, no, no, no. He well, he, he does call him stupider than he thought, like l- later on yeah. in the movie. But uh, but no, ultimately, he's like Batman's kind of right, right on time with most of his stuff. He just assumes he assumes a lot more. And even when he goes on the back computer and he's like, hey, man, is it the penguin? And he's like, interesting. But no, he's like, you know, this is- <laughs> yeah. And, and then he kind of goes, well, I'm going to go to the next thing because I'm going to my next victim, which is how we get to uh, which is how we get to him going after Bruce Wayne. So uh, so then, yeah, so they they interrogate uh, they interrogate Penguin. And it turns out that Penguin, you know, uh, Penguin is like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Uh, he he joined the case. He yeah. helped him get to the next level there. Yeah, but you know, and to Julio's point, there's a badass car chase scene that uh, you know, the lot you saw Batman take like 15 bullets and then he was on the ground and then he was gone. And then uh fucking his his car just turns on. And you're just like you just hear this loud rumbling. I don't even know. Yeah, like, his his muscle car. Yeah, yeah, his muscle car. He was like, "Hey motherfuckers, you better run." And then meanwhile, fucking penguin uh and all these people are getting drugs and money and trying to get away and they leave a guy behind who Catwoman immediately like fucking punches or I'm sorry Salida punches and takes the money and then uh, fucking takes off and she's, she's gone oh and they find uh, Selena's dead friend they do find Selena's dead friend uh, Annika which uh, which is you know horrible because she died because of corruption because she knew too much she did knew too, she knew too much uh, and then um, so then you know this is at this point they learn they they finally figure out the cue the the clue they figure out the clue which is that um there are other birds that that are rats that have wings and he and he goes a falcon and he's like so then Bruce Wayne goes to see uh Carmine Carmine Falcone like at at the I the the what's it the iceberg, iceberg. club yeah. iceberg lounge I at the iceberg lounge and they take him to club forty four below. And he, you know, again, John Turturro, coolest motherfucker on the planet is like, hey, Bruce, I thought you might be coming to see me one day, you know, and he was and he just he just tells him he tells him like, everything we just talked about, about how, you know, uh, you know, he he did a favor for his dad and his dad did him a favor because we learned earlier that like Carmine was on his deathbed. But uh, uh, he came to the Wayne Manor, basically, and, and his dad, like, fucking sold him up on his coffee table. And little Bruce was there to watch. And he's like, "I my dad would have never helped you if he would have thought that, you know, you you were a criminal. And he's like, nah, man, he, he came to me. He asked me for my help, and I did, I, I did what I do. You know, and the fact that he got killed was a horrible, horrible thing. And so uh, Bruce walks out of there, uh, and he's like, I'm, I'm going to get back. I'm going to get back in there. I'm going to bring this guy to justice because I, that's all I fucking needed to know. Um, but he, so we watch Batman then get into this place for a third fucking time. And he did it the way that you would assume Batman would get into a place, which is like, he knocked and hid. <laughs> he, 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 yeah, he was like, knock, knock. He goes, Oh, what the fuck's going on? And he got in there and he was like, no one's going to know he was here. He cut the power. He did it in darkness. And, uh, that's where you get the scene from the trailers you saw where he's kind of walking down a, har- a hallway and he's illuminated by, by gunfire. You know, it's kind of like that, uh, uh, that, that rogue one scene where Darth Vader fucking, uh, pops his lightsaber, walks out oh, of the yeah, smoke yeah, and yeah. starts fucking people up, you know? And, uh, it's probably one of the most badass scenes in, in the Batman, if I'm being honest. 
Yeah, it was great. The cinematographer for this movie was the same in Rogue One. So, Oh, okay. Well, there you go. He's like, guys, we got to get him his Darth Vader scene. <laughs> we got to make everything look dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Napoleon. Yeah. And then uh, this is also another opportunity where we get to see Selena kind of do the, the use her feminine wild to kind of get uh, to make her opponents vulnerable. You know, so even uh, even uh, Falcone is like, hey, everyone, leave, leave the fucking room. I'm going to talk to this girl who we learn is his daughter. Like, you know, just because he just fucks all these chicks in the club and they have kids, kids and. He uh, he takes care of them in a way, like, but not really. So she was stealing all this money from him because uh, because she felt like he deserved it, and she was going to kill him for basically being a deadbeat dad. Um, and so the, there's a race, there's uh, a race against Selena and Bruce or Batman to get to Carmine Falcone so that Batman can bring him to justice and so that Selena can kill him. But when that happens, Bat- Batman fucking cuts the lights and he does what he does best. He Batman's the shit out of it. Um, so did you, did you guys enjoy the, the scene of him like fucking solid snaking his way all the way into this, 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 the, this nightclub? Yeah, it was, it, uh, it, it was beautiful. Like I said, this is the third time we saw him get in the first time we saw him just fucking try to beat his way all the way down there. The second time he showed up as like fucking emo Bruce Wayne. And this time he was like, <laughs> cause Gordon's like, Hey, you need my help. He's like, no bro, you're going to slow no, me I down. This. I got the key. He's like, yeah, I got, I, I got, I got to do this. The Batman way. And he, he fucking gets in like Solid Snake. He I, I wish I wish they would have there would have been a cardboard box for him to hide in. It would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> he just needed the cardboard box or a gargoyle for him to hang the, the yeah. bad guys. Yeah, it would have been fucking great. <laughs> or his codec. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh because w- watching him break in, I go, This is this is the most Batman of I we this is the most Batman we've seen him this entire movie. Um so they get there, they take him out, uh, they, they take out Falcone, he convinces uh, uh, Selena Kyle not to kill Falcone, they take him out, uh, Gordon is there with all the un- non-corrupt cops that, that you can find, and you know, it, it turns out that like, Falcone was running, was he was the mayor of, of, uh, of Gotham without actually being the mayor, he was kind of running everything based on, uh, and he set up the Penguin, he set up... Um, uh, Maroney, he owns the police. He owns the government. He owns, I mean, fuck, he owns that. He owns that city, and all because of uh, Thomas Wayne's the renewal fund, which is just this, this charity fund that money got dumped into and had no oversight, and people were just kind of digging their hands in. Yeah, it's like a weird dummy account, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was fucking crazy, but. So, uh, it, yeah, it was a weird dummy account. So, like, Falcone fucking owned owned the city. It was like it ran ran by 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 one man uh, altogether. And so then, um, and so then, uh, as all that is happening, uh, they take Falcone outside, uh, and there's a they move him into the light, and a shot gets taken at him. And then you know it, and Batman's like, "Holy fuck, what the hell's going on?" But he dives in front of Marconi to. Uh, no, Falcone to to save him, and it got, it, I don't know I don't know about you guys, but I got the eerie sensation that like he ha, had an epiphany at that moment. Well, it was that the Riddler clue, bring him to the light, and now uh, you'll you'll find me. Yeah, that's where yeah, I'll yeah. be. Uh, because I, I uh, remember earlier he was like, my dad would never fucking save you, but he was saving him for for the greater good, and so and this time he was doing that to bring uh, uh, Falcone to justice. So I feel like he was like. Fuck, I just did what my dad did. Um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, at, at that point, you know, they 
Batman realizes, holy shit, uh, it's from up there. It's fuck. It's fucking coming from the from the window up there. And they get there, and it's the fucking Riddler's apartment. Uh, he gets there, and it's a little too late. But then uh, they have another cop going, "Hey, man, they said a guy just down the street. He's waiting there for the cops to pick him up." And uh, it turns out that it's the Riddler. Did you guys? You guys think that we had seen the the Riddler already, uh, or did or did you guys think it was a a new person, kind of like altogether? I I thought it was going to be a different person that was going to claim to be the Riddler, but it wasn't going to be the Riddler, but it was, it was actually the Riddler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I, I don't know. I, I liked, I liked it that he let himself get caught, uh, because it plays into that, that narcissism that he wants to get caught. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he had done, I mean, he, his job was finished at that point. You know, he did everything he was supposed to. Um, I thought that it was a completely different fucking person. Like I was like, I, I thought it was someone we had seen already in, in the movie that like this couldn't be someone that we had a brand new person we hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, and technically, yeah, we had seen him, but we hadn't seen his face. They kind of hinted at that. Because remember, Bruce goes to the mayor's funeral just because he thinks this guy's narcissistic. So he'll be at yeah. his uh, funeral and, and, and he, he runs wrong. into a lot of people. And technically he does run into them, but because those guys that he's kind of observing are part of Riddler's army. It it was almost like in in the movie Seven. Uh, oh when yeah, Kevin Spacey just turns himself in, and then uh, there was that moment where there was the box, you know, and then you know Brad Pitt's like, "What's in the box?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was like it was like that moment. I ha- like he had more planned after he got caught. Yeah, it, and and then so and that's a perfect segue, Jay, because it turns out yeah he gets caught. And uh, Batman goes to see him in the interrogation room, and and it's exactly what he wanted. You know, he's like, "Yeah, hey, finally you're here, and I can fucking tell you about all the things that were going on." He's like, "Yeah, man, we're we're great partners." He's like, Batman looks at him like, "Oh, well, what the fuck are you talking about, bro?" He's like, "Yeah, man, I gave you the clue. You went right after the thing. It was perfect. Right? You brought him to the light just like I asked." And he's like, "Hey, fuck you, bro. I didn't do any of that shit." He's like, "Actually, you did." It, and you know, he, he gets you did, upset. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah. He kept saying that, and I was like, "Holy shit!" He- so, 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 with that, yeah, you, that's a, a, a perfect thing. So, uh, do you think that he knows, or you think that he was feigning stupidity? I was reading that he might have known once he noticed that Bruce didn't die, that it was Alfred, because how it's like I'm leading Batman down this way, and he wasn't the next victim; he didn't die. So I don't know. I think he's kind of playing or toying with Bruce. Wait, Alfred dies? No, 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 no. Uh, Riddler wanted Bruce Wayne to be the next victim just because mm-hmm. he couldn't get to Thomas Wayne. But th- that's so, the package that Alfred opens, but he didn't yeah, die from it, right? But it, w- but it was addressed to Bruce Wayne. So he oh. opens it, and yeah, he's in the hospital. And how did he figure out that he's the Batman from Alfred opening up a package for Bruce Wayne? Uh, because... I think he he I mean, can't be in two places at the same time. But yeah. that, 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 that makes no fucking sense. That. He could have well, been. You, it, no, well, it's, it's it makes perfect sense. It's like in Unbreakable when Samuel Jackson. Uh, I didn't see spoiler. Unbreakable. How have you not seen Unbreakable? Oh, but go ahead, Jay. When Samuel Jackson, who turns out to be the villain in the in Unbreakable, uh, he and spoiler, if you haven't seen it, it's been years. Um, <laughs> he causes all those accidents himself just so he could find the um, polar opposite of himself, you know? And yeah. that's, that's what I think the Riddler was trying to do. He's like, uh, I have all these targets 
but the one target that I didn't actually complete is probably the Batman. No, yeah. but no, no, but I like it, it doesn't make sense well, in my mind because, because if he's a butler in this rich mm-hmm. person's house, mm-hmm. I would expect him to maybe open packages for Master Bruce and be like, hey. No, he- see, this, this, this is how I know you're not listening, Juan. So remember, you have to remember that the world of Gotham, Gotham sees Bruce Wayne as that depressed little kid whose parents just died. And he, they literally refer to him as the Prince of Gotham. When he, he comes out, it, it's, a, it's a wondrous sighting. Like, holy shit, I just saw Bruce Wayne. Because so the expectation from the rest of the world is that he is going to be in his mansion kind of hold up, you know, just letting the world burn around him as he sits in his money. And that's one of the things that kind of drives uh, uh, the Riddler because they are they are opposites. And I, and again, I, I get that. But even locked up in his mansion, his butler is expected to buttle and <laughs> maybe open his packages. I don't him. think that's a verb. It is now, motherfucker. <laughs> his it's, it's butler titty. His uh, he's he's expected. Did you say to- his butler titty? <laughs> yeah. So Juan, <laughs> Juan, he's expected to buttle. Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. So the next time you next time you serve me anything, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you. I, are you buttling me right now? That's what that's what you're saying, Juan. I want you to hear yourself. Hey, next time you buttle for me, I'll give you gratuity. <laughs> that's fucking right. Eighteen percent gratuity. Um. So so yeah. So the, like I said, Juan, the Riddler sees the so Riddler. So fuck you guys. Buttle is a verb motherfuckers <laughs> yeah it's a verb when you make it up sure no motherfucker it's a verb i'm gonna buttle you in your mouth as a butler Buttle, but fuck you <laughs> and it's also it's also a fucking uh andrew lloyd weber lyric in uh uh joseph and the amazing technicolor dream code so yes it is a fucking verb and i just looked it up so i, I well, expect an I, apology i have not seen joseph and the technicolor dream code so amazing technicolor dream code i am not familiar with the word yeah. bottle yeah i'm not familiar with the word bottle I'm get yourself bottle. a fucking dictionary you get yourself a dictionary that's a rebuttal i did i have a goggle I'm sorry. Oh, was that very flabby there? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, as I was saying, Juan, the Riddler sees himself as as uh, as the polar opposite of of Bruce Wayne. Right? He was an orphan just like Bruce, but no one cared about him, and he didn't. He moved from orphanage to orphanage, and so part of this part of this is that you know he's like Gotham needs reform, man. I needed help. I needed someone with a mind to do it, and the but essentially the muscle to make it happen, which is what he used Batman for. And so then he goes, but then they, they don't know they have one more thing coming. And Batman's eyes are like, uh, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? And he's like, oh, you're not as smart as I thought you were. Yeah, well, shit's, shit's about to blow up. And so then Batman immediately runs off, goes back to his apartment, and he finds what looks like the what is the murder weapon, but also is uh, also kind of the last key to the last clue to tell him exactly what he was going to do. Yeah, it's a carpet tool or something yeah and uh and so again it's it, it is proof in point that batman is not as practiced at his skill because he doesn't know everything he does he, he doesn't know this because he's never been a blue cla- a blue collar citizen where he's had to work for a living and so uh the cop who was ironically enough wearing a blue collar shirt uh is telling him he's like yeah man hey, he's he's looking at it he goes yeah it's a it's a tucker and he goes and batman looks at him like okay what the fuck does that mean and he's like, yeah, it's for, for tucking in the carpets. And he's like, Batman, you know, he made the face of, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it's for. 
And then he immediately goes to use it to pull back the carpet and he finds then the Riddler's master plan, which is to blow the levees around Gotham to flood it to do a, a literal cleansing, a literal cleansing of Gotham. This is when this is when you find out that the Riddler was not just gearing up for uh, for this thing, but it was also part of a plan to have because he was. Yeah, he was like, catch me, put me in prison. But I have I have uh, 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 acolytes now who are going to carry out my will, which is to basically cleanse Gotham and and show them their their corruption in, in this form. So Batman realizing that he like fucking solid snakes his way into this thing as the levees are breaking, water rising and people are evacuating to this this city square. Uh, the mayor may or the mayor elect is uh, kind of like out there trying to get people to, to corral them to get them to safety. Meanwhile, there's like snipers and shit setting up at the top. Uh, this, this is where you get like kind of the last big action set piece of the film where I, I want to say Batman learns the most. He uh, he goes fucking solid snake on all these guys with shotguns and he gets he takes a shotgun like point blank to the fucking chest. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a fuck, champ. <laughs> yeah. And he's like hanging on to this thing and he's fucking I don't, I don't even know, man. This is like it's kind of the most damsel and distressy we get to see Batman throughout the entire the, the entire movie. There's like two or three times, I think, to, that they do that to kind of give the other characters, the other two heroes of the movie, which are Gordon and uh, Selena Kyle, like so, something to do. You know, there's a there's a point at this scene where he's fighting these guys with shotguns. He's outnumbered. He's outgunned. He's like he's kind of beaten. And uh he takes that shotgun like point blank and Selena Kyle shows up and saves him from the last guy. And that guy, uh, uh, and like, it turns out that guy's not done yet. And fucking Batman's like, I can't fucking pass out yet. And he, I don't know if he injects drugs in himself, adrenaline. I don't know the fuck that was. What do you guys think it was? Venom. That's a theory that it's, uh, hinting at his drug problem, which he does have at one point in the comics, but it's Venom for, uh, Bane. Well, shit, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it was, but uh, he 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 got up like that scene from uh, "Get Him to the Greek" and Jonah Hill, and he's like, "I'm alive!" And he just <laughs> he can continue to start fucking people up. Oh yeah, like uh, Uma Thurman in uh, uh, Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he just starts fucking people up, man, left and right, until the last guy's gone. And then you know, so Gordon's up there somehow. And then uh, they unmasked a the guy who was also at that church, uh, who was also at the mayor's funeral. And he goes, what are you, man? And he uh, he says, I am vengeance. And uh, Batman has a very, very, very visual epiphany of like, wait a minute. If you're vengeance. Wait, I, I, I'm vengeance. But, I, but I'm. <laughs> I I'm, am you. Is, is this what I look like? Holy fuck. I think I'm doing this wrong. You you can't be vengeance. I'm vengeance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so he has a very like, very viv, like visual epiphany. And then, you know, then he proceeds to kind of like. To, to have a moment where he's like, oh, fuck, man, I don't want to be I don't want to be this. And then he sees that like this electrical sign is going to fall. And then he jumps over there and he cuts it down and shocks himself, falls into the water. But he goes into his monologue about needing to be a beacon of hope. And at that point, which is probably one of my favorite scenes in, in the movie where like he writes, lights the red flare, walks over. He like after being electrocuted, walks over to the uh, to these people who are trapped uh, the, the mayor elect and that little kid, little fucking kid who was an orphan. Yeah. Uh, he moves the, the rubble out of the way that they could have easily moved out of the way because this is the guy who's been shot in the chest, point blank, fucking electrocuted and fell like, I don't know, five stories into water. Like, and he moved this fucking thing. He can't be that strong. But he he moves the shit out of the way and he gives him his hand and he leads him out of out of out of the, the darkness, out of the wreckage or whatever. 
wearing this, this red flare. It's, it's a very, very cool, like, uh, aerial shot that happened there. Uh, and then, you know, he goes into a monologue about how he, he knows how he needs to be more now. He can't just be vengeance. He can't just be, you know, uh, this this shadowy figure. He also has to be a beacon of hope for Gotham. And then uh, that that scene is kind of stapled in by this little girl who doesn't want to let Batman let her go because that that's who's that's who's saving her right now. Mm. I think this is when he learns to be Batman in the daytime, because other than that, he's always like changing out. Wearing like his yeah. uh, neck gaiter and hat and yeah, just he was the hiding. master of the quick change man. And what I realized is that he that flight suit he had on was basically his that that was his quick change. He would just, just fucking zip up all of his shit <laughs> and then get on a motorcycle with a baseball cap and then fucking move on. Oh, and uh, we had that scene back in Arkham. Yeah, it's uh, and then uh, yeah, then the movie closes with the movie closes with a scene in Arkham between an un, unnamed prisoner and uh, the Riddler. Kind of like talking, and and I think Matt Reeves has now has since confirmed that it was in fact the Joker that he was talking to, and that's the end of the movie. It's the end. What do you guys think? You guys like it? You guys didn't like it? You guys hated it? Do you think he was too sparkly in the daytime? What's going on? <laughs> I liked it. I, I really the the more and Sean, we were talking about this. The more I thought about the movie after I watched the movie, the more I, I really liked it and enjoyed it. You know? Yeah, I I agree with you. I I walked out of the theater going. It was, it was okay. It was good. But the more I talked about it, the more I kind of dissected it in, in my head, I, I was like, you know, actually, I really liked it. I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. I liked it so much that I would have sat through another three-hour movie to to kind of to go through the elements of the mystery to see if I could have figured out uh, everything that was going on. Like, uh, the well, at least the, the last piece with the with the bombs. Because apparently there's, like, stuff laid out throughout the, the movie that, that exists there. To tell you that, that, that last piece. Yeah, and, and that's not too. even... Uh, diving into like some of the Easter eggs that you come across uh, that are really subtle uh, throughout yeah. the movie. Yeah. And, uh, and you were saying Julio. Yeah. I liked it too. Uh, maybe not as much as I thought I would, but I think I, that was my fault. I thought I was going to see something more along the lines of the long Halloween, but I still enjoyed it. I still, I'm still going to go watch it again. Um, and I thought Pat, uh, Robert Pattinson made a good Batman, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he he wasn't that bad. I think uh, I think in one of my notes, I, I mentioned uh, one of the things I really liked about this movie was what they did with silence. And uh, and what I mean by that is that, like, you know, in, in that scene where uh, Batman's going to walk into the crime scene, the very first introduction to Batman in a crime scene, he stops. And uh, I mean, probably knowing full well, he could have fucked up everybody in that crime scene. But he he was like he just leered at the guy until he got out of the way. Like Batman didn't like, oh, I'm sorry, pardon me. He just like moved places and people got out of his way and he, they used his silence and his leering and like his uh, to intimidate people and to do stuff like e- even at the end of the movie where he breaks into the Riddler's house again, that same cop shows up and he's like, hey, man, you can't be here. And he just looks at him like, you dumb <laughs> motherfucker. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> I just solved this whole thing. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, and I, I appreciate those, those moments of silence. And I think, you know, they obviously extend the runtime of the movie, but I think it did a lot for, you know, his intimidation. Uh, speaking of that, Sean, I don't know if you saw my note, but Matt Reeves has said that there's a longer cut of this movie. What? <laughs> oh, no. So it's we're going to go into the Snyder cut again. This, this movie was already three hours long. I'm down. <laughs> I, I, I'd watch it. I'd watch four and a half hours of this movie. I mean... 
I, watched- I, I hope I hope the rest of the movie is uh, all of the Riddler's uh, w- what he does <laughs> or, or Batman solving the Riddler trophies at this point. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a, if it's the Riddler fucking sitting, he's maybe he, after he does every last one of those riddles, he goes back to that coffee shop and just sits and waits. Like, maybe they're going to catch me now. No. OK, go back to my little apartment and do the next riddle then. And then he just kind of fucking moves on. Yeah, that coffee that coffee shop was empty. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. <laughs> Must yeah. not be that good. Yeah, uh, it's fucking great, man. Juan, what was your favorite part of the movie that you that you said you watched? I'm vengeance. I honestly thought you were asleep, dude. Got I think it. you're gonna answer. I'm vengeance. You know, technically, this was Batman the movie, the like the Adam West one, because all the villains from that movie appeared in this movie. Really? Yeah, they had the Riddler, Catwoman, Penguin, and Joker. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that. It's been a long, long time since I've seen that movie. Well, uh, the shark didn't show up. That's um, also true. Yeah, the shark, the shark right. repellent. Um, yeah. So, uh, do you guys have any other any any other favorite scenes or anything that was just like that stood out to you? Um, I mean, i I loved I loved a lot of the movie. It it was a really slow paced uh, Batman movie. Um, but you know, after after watching it, the more I thought about it, the more I, I started to like it as a film, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, again, I, the movie, it wasn't a comedy movie, but there was some, there was some comedy kind of derived from the relationship between Gordon and, and Batman, uh, aside from them interrogating, uh, interrogating the penguin. Uh, my, one of my other favorite interactions between the two, he's like, yeah, hey, you could have pulled that punch. And he's like, I did, you know, because <laughs> 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 he punched the shit out of him. You're like, Oh fuck. And Gordon goes down like, uh, Oh yeah, like a yeah. sack of potatoes, dude. <laughs> yeah. What's uh, Gordon's rank in this movie? Lieutenant. Detective. Oh, is he, is he lieutenant? Yeah, he's lieutenant. Refer to him, lieutenant. Yeah, so he's not. He's not the commissioner yet. The commissioner. Yeah, I assume the, so. When you said that the commissioner showed up to a scene, this was uh, early Jim Gordon when he was black, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before he became J.K. Simmons. Yeah, before he became J. J.K. Simmons. Uh, it's like Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson started out as a black kid and then he ended up as a white woman. <laughs> it only took 30 years. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about, so I mean, I think we kind of, we think we kind of beat the horse here, but, um, but uh, yeah, I, are you guys ready for a sequel? You guys, you guys think uh, the sequel would be just as good. It'd be better. You think, uh, you think, you think this movie is better than the dark Knight? I, I want to see the Joker. Well, I, they, they might hold him off. I heard two possibilities. Either they go with the Court of Owls or maybe an adaptation of uh, Heart of Ice. So they introduce a grounded uh, Mr. Freeze. Yeah, that, you know, that, that's one of the, the other things is that, you know, this movie, this movie was really good. And it was all all the characters were very grounded. Even someone who is as as, you know, comical and, and whimsical to look at as like the penguin. Right. Like he was he's just a big fat monster dude with the very, very thick, like Italian, like whatever you would call that accent, mob accent, whatever. Uh, so I wonder how you do something a little more like outlandish, like Clayface or Ooh. or uh, or Poison Ivy or Mr. Freeze or, um, you know, 44 like, below. Is that a reference to Mr. Freeze? This motherfucker over here is not listening this to a like goddamn an word. Ago. <laughs> yeah, bro. No, no, you, but you earlier you said you didn't know what it, it was a reference to, and now you keep on saying Mr. Freeze. Well, I mean you, the iceberg lounge, and then you go below. It's forty four below. So do you not? Do you, do you not listen to the podcast when we talked about how I? Okay, dumb motherfucker. You 
Yes, I'm the dumb motherfucker who was not listening to the podcast and brought up the very question that was asked earlier in the podcast. Yes, yeah, but me. nobody mentioned Mr. Freeze earlier on, and right now you got he mentioned. Why the, it. Why would we mention Mr. Freeze if he's not in this movie? <laughs> yes, yes. What and happened why- Shang Chi? <laughs> this is a couple of reviews ago. I would I would like to see a grounded like Poison Ivy iteration in this in Matt Reeves' uh, Batman world. You know. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I mean, it it just it makes me curious of how you would pull that off and make it and make it believable, you know. And the thing is, is that when I when I saw the Riddler, uh, I was I was like, I well, well, my first instinct was to be like, I want, I want Jim Carrey, I want like, oh, well, not not even Jim Carrey, I just want the the Riddler in a bowler hat and like a a very sharp green like neon green suit. Yeah, the uh, Batman the animated series Riddler. Yeah. Yeah, but then like you know, as as I watched this movie, I was like, actually, this makes sense. These, uh, and I think they said, and I think Julio knows knows this is that they based like this serial, this guy off of the, uh, the Zodiac, Zodiac killer. killer. Yeah, so like you know, I I I would love to see how how they did it, just how how they would how they would do it, and I, I would probably just like I am now, I'd be I'd be good with it. But the big debate right now is is this better than the Dark Knight? Is it equal to? Is it greater than? It's not better than the Dark Knight, uh, but it is. I I would say it's better than Dark Knight. The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> you would, huh? I think a lot of people would, though. <laughs> but actually, um, the, the 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 last act in the Batman was very reminiscent of the last act of uh, uh, the Dark Knight Rises. The Dark Knight Rises, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I I would say that. Um, I, I would say that I don't necessarily see this film as better than the Dark Knight. Uh, because I kind of view it because I, I think in one of your notes, Jay, you said that it's it's so it's so different. It's such a departure from like what you're used to seeing in in a Batman film because we don't we don't normally get a Batman like this on on the big screen. Usually, this Batman we see right here is in some like standalone comic book story. And yeah, and this was this is a lot of screen time for Batman. You know, most yeah, Batman yeah. movies you don't see Batman a lot. You see a lot more Bruce Wayne. Uh, this is like mostly Batman. Yeah, so. I, I don't think I don't think I can compare the two in a way that is that that would give them leverage. And because because personally, when I think of the Dark Knight, I think of Heath, Heath Ledger's Joker and, and the performance, the performance of. So, like, for me, I, I would say that they kind of stand in two separate universes in their own in their own right. Not necessarily one being better than the other. But but the fact that, you know, that it's even in the ballpark that people are even asking, I, I think that it, it it definitely given it a run for its money. I feel yeah, it's I a fe- little too early. I think I, I need to see maybe another movie, at least from Matt Reeves, to be able to compare it to the Dark Knight or the Nolan verse. Well, I felt, you know, I felt like this Batman movie was a nice mix of like trying to uh, make a grounded and realistic Batman. But also there were times where it was kind of campy, like the uh, the Tim Burton Batman movies, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one of the uh, one of the things is that uh, that really kind of like took me out of the movie is when, you know, he meets Selena for like their final time and they go their separate ra- ways. You know, she she's like, hey, man, you should come with me. Take bring the bats. You know, we can go fucking rob people and fuck around the world. And he's like a sheepish little boy going uh no i'm gonna stay here and fight bad guys you know what i mean like I, i'm still vengeance <laughs> yeah i'm still a virgin <laughs> yeah i'm still a virgin so no uh you know so i mean like you know for me like moments like that kind of took me out of the movie but then you know the rest of it kind of like came, brought me back around 
um, Juan, do you have any other questions that we might have answered like earlier in the podcast? No, I'm fine. Thank you. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I, I uh, want to hear. I want to hear Cardi B's uh, thoughts on the Batman. No, she left a while back. Oh. What about Did she? Oh, oh, she's back. She oh, just like that. No, huh? Cardi B came back. Hey, <laughs> Cardi, did you did you like the Batman movie? Wop. One up, she said. Wop. Wop. Mm-hmm. What does that stand for? Uh, that's funny. So, no, I mean, but Cardi, I mean, what do you think that Batman stood for? <laughs> oh really? <laughs> that is incredible. I, you know what? I, I get the, I get the exact same, the exact same you're vibe. So, you're so, you're so deep, Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Well, thank, well, thanks again for just showing up on the show. We don't want to. You left. I apologize that he, he's a rude jerk like that. I have a question. Oh yes, um, is Cardi B like Juan's uh, Great Gazoo? <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. Juan, do you know who the Great Gazoo is? Uh, the Flintstones. Okay, just, just just making sure, man. Just making sure. The question uh, is, do you know who he is since you're a teeny bopper, motherfucker? A what? Me? <laughs> I'm a teeny bopper? I'm a millennial just like you, and I know you're a millennial because of this, Juan. Holy fuck, I'm a millennial. <laughs> do you just have a fucking soundboard with every stupid shit I've said? What's the point of me being on the show? Just fucking record <laughs> and play back hey, the stupid ass shit that, that I would say. That's what I said last season. I mean, and I now could. Now, now you're a victim of it. So you know, Juan, when you edit the show, you can add as many of your of of me as you want. But anyway, uh, uh, before before I move on, you guys have anything else you want to add about the you want to add about the movie? I think we've gushed enough about uh, this. Yeah, movie. I know. Yeah. So I mean, how many how many I am vengeances would you give this out of ten? I am vengeance. Well, Juan gives it a just spoken word. I, I give go it with 9.5. 9.5 vengeances for the guy who said it was too early. It's too early, but it, I mean, as a standalone, I give it a 9.5. Okay. Okay. How about you, Jay? I would give it eight. I am vengeances. <laughs> I too would give it eight. I am the knights or not. Fuck. I fucked it up. I did a one. I am vengeance. The dumb motherfucker. Uh, well, I mean, he does. He does say that he uses shadows. So fuck you. Um, but yeah, you make I think him I would, sound like Darkwing Duck, man. I, I would just, the night. I would give it eight. I probably eight, eight, eight and a half out of, so out the, of ten. So the two guys that really gushed over the fucking film give it an eight. But the guy that's like, it's too soon to tell. Nine and a half. That don't jive, yeah. man. Well, they could have given it eighteen percent, but you know, dude, eight, eight is a good high number. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, it the, wasn't a perfect Batman film. Yeah, it's not perfect. What is a perfect Batman film? The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. I love The Dark Knight, actually. <laughs> you want to know how I got these scars, Juan? Pencil trick. It's, it's unfair to have to compare every Batman movie to The Dark Knight. But, I mean, that, that's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Hey, like, even The Dark Knight Rises, which is a part of that trilogy, mind you, gets compared to the fucking Dark Knight. It's... Uh, and it's a it's a pale comparison to to what came before. So I think I think that's it. I think that's the you know that's the DC kids uh, uh, go to. Anyway, anyway, Juan, do do you, you how many I am vengeances would you give this movie? Uh, based on from what you guys have told me, I'll probably give it an eight or a nine myself. I I really want to see it. And before this review, I told you I've been hearing good shit about the Batman. So I'm eager to either have it on DVD. 
a streaming service or a babysitter. You want to get this on VHS? <laughs> like I said, DVD streaming service or a babysitter. Wait, you still buy DVDs, dude? I get uh, Blu-rays. Blu-rays. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you? Okay. Fucking boomer. Anyway, in, f- in fact, the only reason I bought Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife uh, Afterlife is because I could stream it or play it on my Blu-ray. <laughs> Welcome to the 21st fucking century, Juan, where it came with a digital copy. Yeah, exactly, motherfucker. Well, gentlemen, thank you. I think I this is vengeance. our... I Well, Juan just made this review longer. Just like Batman, the Batman, this review, I think, is almost three hours. Why even see the fucking movie? I, you guys already told me all about it. We, we gave the you. spoiler alert at the beginning, so they have no, had to watch the movie. But that's what I, I said about Squid Games. Like, after our review episode, I'm like... Why should I see it? I already know everything. Hey, Juan, let me ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. What do you think a review is? A review is talking what you liked about the movie and Uh didn't like about the movie. Not going scene by scene, line by line. What's the fucking point of watching the movie if you already told me everything? Hey, hey, uh, I'm sorry, Jay, go go ahead. When you review something, you've already watched it. Yeah. Uh, hey, um, hey, Jay and Julio, I have a question for you. Not necessarily true. There was a show that I, I fuck, I can't remember. Well, thanks for but interrupting me, Juan. I appreciate that. But I have a question for Jay and Julio. So uh, in this review, would you say that we talked about things we liked and did not like about the, the Batman? Oh, uh, fuck yes. We totally I think we reviewed the it. Positives and then the negatives. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would, I would agree. I would agree. Uh, so Juan, I would like you to. Um, Apolo- I apologize. Yes. Uh, thank you. Also, if you could just go fuck yourself and eat 18% of a dick, that would be great. You can round up if you want, though. <laughs> only only if the service was good. Only if the service was good. <laughs> anyway, anyway, before we go any longer, for no other reason than to just make fun of Juan. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Julio, Mr. Dixie Cup himself with much better Why audio. Why do you call him Mr. Dixie Cup himself? Because, because his audio sounds like audio he's... Before. Talking uh, to a Dixie cup. I was Timmy down the well. Juan, you were on the fucking podcast. <laughs> Do you want to review that? And Juan, you, you want to fumble through the exit here? There's no exit for this one. We don't do an exit for this. All we right, still got right. merch to sell, man. Come on. No, we. there's a format. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining. There's a format. Have a good night. See you on the, the penultimate episode after this. His yes. favorite word. Yeah. Yes. All right, Julio. Thank you again for joining, man. It was a pleasure. I appreciate. No, it wasn't, guys. Julio. Oh, all well, right. And I appreciate the invite. You guys are always awesome. And um, buy the shirt, you. motherfucker. He's trying to send you off already. <laughs> I'll buy the shirt. Oh, you said uh, it. <laughs> I'm pretty it's, sure if you use the code that we uh, we talked about in the very first season, it's still active. If yeah, anyone's still is, listening, the is code it is Herbert I am Vengeance. Shirt? <laughs> yeah, the, the code is I am Vengeance or Juan Tober because why if not? You, if you use I am Vengeance, you get uh, the shirt hand delivered by me with special photos. And uh, 18%. Uh, no. I, I'm Grit, going gratuity. back to not wanting this shirt anymore. <laughs> gratuity. All right. Okay. Okay. Good night, everybody. Night, good, night. good night. Night. I am Vengeance.